Welcome to the Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. Hello, my lovers, and welcome back to another episode of the Rediscover You podcast. I am your host, Melissa Fernandez, your energizer bunny. I hope you listen to this episode and this show in the mornings, and I hope that it wakes you up because I know that I am filled with so much energy, but I am a little bit nasally at the moment. I am recovering from COVID, oh my goodness, which I will be chatting about in this episode. So hopefully I will still bring the energy for you today on the show, but just wanted to wish you all a happy new year. Wow, can you believe it? 2022. Where did the year go? Where did 2021 go? Where did 2020 go? It just has flown by. And I did tell myself, you know, that I would never say that, you know, where did the year go? Because when I went to Bali a few years ago, I actually went on a silent retreat. And yep, I did a silent retreat where I did not speak for seven days. Can you believe it? Because I love to talk that I did not speak for seven days. Actually, the whole reason why I did it is because we were actually talking about silent retreats and someone was like to me, oh, you would never be able to do a silent retreat. And I went, yeah, I really don't think I would be able to do a silent retreat. And because I said that, I was like, okay, now I need to go and challenge myself and now I need to go and do this because I told myself that I don't believe I can do a silent retreat. So I did, I went and I did a silent retreat and I did seven days and I absolutely loved it. It was incredible. I definitely found the first three days challenging, but after the three days, I really just sunk into it and loved it. I remember on day seven when I was leaving, I started crying because I didn't wanna leave. Anyways, going on my tangent, but in this silent retreat, I heard this poem that the yoga instructor said, and I have never been able to find this poem, but it went something along the lines of, just to give you a background on what the poem meant, I don't know the poem off by heart, but it was something like, life is a cup of tea, and we can let life pass us by just how we let a cup of tea pass us by when we are drinking, then we look down at our tea and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I finished my tea. Where did that go? You know, have you ever done that before? You know, I actually did it this morning. I was drinking a amazing cup of mocha and then I was like, oh, where did my mocha go? It was generally because I wasn't being present in that moment. You know, I let that moment slip by and I wasn't concentrating on the actual cup of coffee. I was concentrating on other things that I was doing. And that's what it goes in the poem when it was saying like life's like a cup of tea that we can instantly look down and it's just passed us by. 
we haven't stopped to actually be present in the moment. We haven't stopped to smell the tea. You know, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it even look like? And that's what the poem was representing. And that's like life as well. So if you ever say things like, oh my goodness, like where did the day go? Or where did the week go? Where did the year go? It's because there's been so much time in that year slash day slash week, whatever it is, where we haven't been present. So I just said, where has the year gone? And I guess I'm guilty for not being as present as I normally am because I am a super present person. And yeah, for that year to fly past, I bet there was many times where I was not being present. Anyhow, so I just wanted to share that with you, but let's talk about health. Oh my goodness. It is like day 11 now of the new year. I have been sober for 11 days. Thank you, COVID. (laughs) You are really helping this dry January. But I got COVID. Mm -hmm. I got COVID and I'm sure many of you listening have also had it by now. It is spreading like wildfire to think about it. If only this happened like two years ago that we've all just got COVID and now we're getting it over and done with. I really hope this is the last of it and we don't have to deal with more and more and more. And if anything, it's just realizing, hey, you know what? I got it. Yes, it sucked, but now we've covered and we can move on and get on with our lives. My goodness, I miss traveling. I miss my dad back in Dubai. I think it's been almost three years since I've been home. It is ridiculous. I'm like, it's time now. It's time to go back. Well, not go back to the way things were because I don't believe anything will ever go back to the way things were. I think If anything, we learn from things and we move forward, just like a breakup, right? Like if we go through a breakup and then we go, I just want my life back to how it was. Well, it's not going to go back to the way things were because we learn, we learn during that time. And like the last couple of years, we've learned a lot. You know, we've learned a lot about ourselves. So things will never go back, but they can just move forward from now. But anyhow, so COVID, can you hear how nasally I am? So yes, the virus is real. The virus exists. Whatever view you have, whatever opinion you you have, it is, I would personally say a lot of people been going, oh, it's just the cold. It's just the cold. It's COVID. It's a virus, you know, it definitely hit me and it felt like nothing I've ever experienced before. Yes, it is a flu symptoms, but I would say it was heightened a little bit more. And I think personally, that's why it's been such a big deal because it's been so new. And whenever there's something new in this world, we don't know how to react. You know, we become more reactive than anything. You know, even when we have change, people don't know how to adapt to change. We become reactive rather than being strategic and thinking logically. We actually use our emotional brain and think emotionally and create those emotions that go with it. So when I felt like I had COVID, I actually knew I could feel it. And I was like, Therese, babe, I think I've got COVID. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I can really start to feel this. And literally by the afternoon, I was getting the sweats. I was starting to shake. 
And then he, we did the test and it came back positive with COVID. And then I started getting these really bad body aches. Oh my goodness. I felt like I had literally been hit by a car. Not that I know what exactly that feels like, but my body was aching. My joints were really hurting me and I was just literally like lying in bed in a ball and I was started to cry and I said to Reese, I'm like, just make this stop. Like make this end. This is horrible. <laughs> but no joke. It was literally two days of pain, of body aches, of vomiting, of sweats, of hot and cold flushes. And then it was a roller coaster of symptoms. Like every day there'd be something new. Um, the first two days was the body aches and then a really bad headache. And then towards like day four, I started to get a sore throat. And then by like day five, it turned into like this little like itchy, irritating cough. And now I'm just nasally. It's been about 11 days now, I would say. And I would say I'm, as you can hear, I'm nasally but I feel good. Like I feel fine. I've got energy. I went to the gym yesterday. Um, I worked out, but I regretted it. It's the first time ever I have said I regret that workout. Normally no one would ever say I regret a workout, but instantly I was like, okay, I kind of put a little bit too far and pushed my body too much in a cardio session that I feel a bit run down yesterday. So it definitely took a toll on me in that sense. But I am on the mend. So I wanted to do this podcast because I literally was having a chat to my elder sister today and she was saying that she was having friends message worried because she was vomiting and she was just like, have you been vomiting? And yep, my whole family got it as well. And she's like, have you been vomiting? She's like, no, I haven't been vomiting. But my sister, yes, I did vomit. I vomited on day two. (laughs) And she's like, my sister vomited and my mom vomited. So it is a symptom. And then we're chatting about it and we're like, the media has done such a great job of making all of us so scared about getting COVID that they actually haven't prepared us of what happens actually when we do get it and what are the symptoms and what do they look like. So that's why I wanted to get on here and I wanted to share my experience and share, you know, what we did during that time and how we handled it. But yeah, so those were basically my symptoms was the two days of body aches, then there was a roller coaster. I vomited on day two and then sore throat, coughing, fever. And now it's just that nasally and a bit of a shortness on breath. Not a lot, just a little bit. Um, and those are the symptoms that I felt. But literally, I was just looking after my health. I was taking zinc. I was taking magnesium. I was taking collagen. Yes, I still wanted to look after my beauty. (laughs) I was having my healthy shakes because I know it's so important during this time to fill yourself with nutrients, not just during this time, but continuously to fill yourself up with nutrients. Even though I didn't feel like it, it's the weirdest thing. Like whenever I'm sick, I just don't want to eat healthy, but it literally was fueling my body and feeding it with nutrients to just be and stay healthy. I was having lots of water just so I could fill myself with fluids. When you fill yourself with fluids, you can then flush it out and get rid of those toxins. I was also having deflam. I love deflam when I have sore throats. It really just helps. 
and I was taking Codrol Cold and Flu to help with obviously the cold and flu symptoms that I was experiencing and lots and lots and lots of rest. I swear I've watched more movies during this time than I ever did in 2021. I was like, not another movie, babe, please don't make me do it. (laughs) And thankfully, RCD had it with me as well. So we got to have fun together and experience it where this is a whole new experience for both of us. He was taking care of me one minute, then I was taking care of him the other minute. And it was coming in waves. You know, it was actually working out well because whenever he felt better, he'd look after me. And whenever I felt better, I would look after him. But it was really good to have him there during that time. And it was a super gratitude moment for a lot of things, actually. One, to have that person there to help support you because we even sat there and we're like, what would we do if we were by ourselves and we didn't have that support? It's really important to have someone there to look after you during these times. And the gratitude around our income of being able to not have to ask anyone for sick leave and being able to have residual income still come in because we've worked for that. We spent seven years of our life building a residual income that now we get paid over and over and over again for doing nothing, right? We did the work once and now we're continuously getting paid. That's what residual income is. If you haven't found a vehicle yet that has provided you with residual income, please go do yourself a favor and find a vehicle where you can get paid residual income. It will change your life. You don't have to worry on anyone else but yourself when you have residual income. And that was a gratitude moment to have there because I didn't have to ask anyone for any sick leave. I didn't have to call anyone. I chose when to wake up, when I wanted to, and to allow myself to have as much time as I needed to recover and get better and not feel like I have to be forced into going anywhere. You know, it gives you choice. That's what residual income does. It gives you choice. That's what freedom income does. It gives you choice. So do yourself a favor and find a way to make residual income. And then the third thing that I was super grateful for is health. Because at the end of the day, if you had all the money in the world, but you didn't have your health, what would you do? what would you do? What if you had all the time in the world, but you didn't have your health? What would you do? Health is the number one most important thing before time, before money, because if you didn't have your health, you would not be able to live your life. Health, health, health. I had so much gratitude towards my health. I had so much gratitude for the way that I look after my body the way that I look after myself, the things that I have learned and trained myself, the habits that I have created of years of training myself to be healthy, of years of listening to me, of saving myself, of prioritizing my health, not getting trapped into the stuff that we see on media, not getting trapped into the marketing because just remember that so much in this world is marketing. McDonald's, for example. Oh my goodness, right? How much McDonald's do you see marketed around the places? And then as soon as you see it, like you look at a Macca's billboard, all you think about is Macca's. And that's what happens. It gets programmed into you and then you want Macca's. So it's being able to train yourself that when you see marketing, 
you're not going to get hypnotized into wanting it and you can think about your health and what's important to you. Now, I don't know if you guys know a bit about my background, but seven years ago, I was extremely unhealthy. I was borderline size 16. (laughs) I say borderline because I was squeezing into size 14 clothes and I refused to up a size. And I was like, I knew I had to get size 16. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. So I was like squeezing into 14 clothes, but I was unhealthy. Like I had gone and done a blood test and my counts came back and my cholesterol levels were so high that the doctor told me that I had to change my diet because of my health. He literally spoke to me about diabetes and what would happen if I kept going the way that I was going. I was so unhealthy. Like I was the Macca's girl in every Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. I love to get Macca's. Hot cakes, egg and sausage McMuffin, um, ham and cheese pocket and a mango smoothie. And I literally would eat that all. And I would rely on takeaway food. I never cooked anything healthy. I literally always had takeout. I would have like Thai and Indian. That's how I ended up putting on quite a lot of weight. And the biggest thing for me though was, yeah, like, okay, cool. I was a size 14, but it was how I felt. Like I was tired all the time. I felt like I was walking around with a big cloud over my head and I was addicted to sugar. I loved chocolate. Like I would eat a whole family size block of chocolate and have no self-control. I wouldn't be able to stop. Like I would have one piece and another piece and another piece and another piece. And before I knew it, I ate the whole thing. Whereas now it's literally about having that discipline and having that control that I can actually look at a chocolate bar and I can eat one piece and be fine. But it's not so much being like, oh, that's bad for me. So I'm not going to have it. It's actually having a healthy relationship with food and being like, no, I don't want that. Like I'm choosing not to have you rather than being like, I can't have this. Because as soon as you say can't, you now put a resistance over something. And when you have a resistance over something, the desire for it actually goes up higher. Isn't that crazy? So if you go, I can't have chocolate, all of a sudden you now want chocolate even more. That desire lifts up even more. So rather than saying can't, choose to say choose. I choose not to have it because I am prioritizing my health and that's what's important to me. So that was a huge thing is having that gratitude, right? Gratitude for changing my health and making that decision seven years ago to actually start a health system, which changed my life. I went from a size 14 to a size eight changed my eating habits, became healthy inside of me and had new habits where I didn't feel guilty, where I could have choice and have balance. That's key. Balance. I still get to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it, but it's my choice now and I have control over that. I control my food. I control me. I have discipline. So take back that ownership. If there's one thing you're going to do this year in 2022, it's what can you introduce? What's a one new habit that you can do this year that's going to change your health? Start small. It doesn't have to be anything major. Whether it's maybe you're not a breakfast eater 
And maybe you're going to go, you know what? I'm just going to start having some smoothies in the morning. Maybe I'm going to have some shakes in the morning. That's what I do. I have shakes in the morning because it's so easy. I'm not a cook. I don't enjoy cooking. So anything simple, filled with nutrients, and like give it to me. Or maybe you just do something small, like a small shift rather than being like, I'm cooking with vegetable oil. You go, I'm going to cook with coconut oil. Something that's going to make a shift. If there's a commitment that you can make this year, please look after your health in 2022 because at the end of the day, health should become your number one priority and not to take advantage of that, to be grateful for what we have to wake up every single morning and start off with a healthy heart, a healthy mindset and own it, own it. Take back that control, take back your life. Every day counts. One day that you do well is a whole week you do well. One whole week that you do well is a month that you do well. A month that you do well, your whole year you can do well. It just starts with that day. So start the day off right. Look after your health. Make it a priority. Make you a priority. Put that oxygen mask on. You've got to attend to yourself first because if you don't attend to yourself, I promise you, your health would deteriorate and we don't want that. We want you to look after you so you can look after people around you, take care of you, love who you are. Every single act that you do when you look after your health is an act of self-love. So take off those masks, show up as you, love who you are, show that act of self-love, show that act of health and kindness because the world needs you to be you. It's me again. I want to say a big thank you for tuning in to the Rediscover You podcast. If you're ready to kick your goals of 2022 and take back control of your health, then I have the vehicle for you. If you want to learn more about the health system that I've been following for the last seven years, then reach out to me on Instagram, the Mel Fernandez, and I'll send you a link so you can get started on this system and get 10% off. So let's get ready to smash those goals in 2022.